You're listening to Wholesaling Inc., episode number 1278. We'll make sure that there's a list of tasks that need to be done, and you can take a look at it and see if any past due tasks are in there. You're good. It just keeps you organized and keeps you accountable. So don't worry about a CRM right off the bat. Just stay focused on having conversations and making offers. That's truly what it comes down to. Do you agree? 100%. This is game-changing information guaranteed to raise your real estate wholesaling business with actionable steps you can take immediately to navigate the ins and outs of wholesaling and start making money today. Join us as we put our guests in the hot seat and dive deep to dissect their strategies for success to enable you to duplicate their results. You're listening to Wholesaling Inc., the only show dedicated to making you a fortune in wholesaling. More of what you want quicker. That's the point, right? That's the point of listening to podcasts. That's the point of uh, being around people that are doing more than you. That's the point of watching YouTube or going on to bigger pockets. That's the point, right? More of what you want quicker because we're entrepreneurs, right? We're so excited to go out there and make a difference professionally. We're so excited to go out there and find opportunities. And I know everybody listening and watching this is a deal junkie. And uh, we just love finding these opportunities. We love finding uh, problems that we can solve. But oftentimes we get in our own way, right? We kind of get stuck in education mode or we get stuck in paralysis by analysis, or we feel like we have to be perfect, or we feel like, you know, if, if I screwed up too much, Uh, I'm going to feel really bad and not going to be able to recover. And then I'm going to kind of put things on pause. And then, you know, the opportunities will slip through my fingers. Well, I am going to have a conversation on this podcast with a unbelievable wholesaler. He's been on the podcast before. This is the second time on the podcast. And this time is a little different. This time he's scaling his business. It isn't all about the first deals that he's doing. Uh, It's not all about the proof of concept getting into this business. He's 21 years old. He's from Toledo, Ohio. He's got an incredible mind. He's got an incredible heart for this business. And I have worked a lot with him over the last three years to remove all the distractions and to remove all of the information overload that we that we always go through in this business because there's so many different strategies and we all want to get to that one point and that one point is passive income right we want to make sure that we can live the life that we want we can take care of our family we can buy the things that we want we can go on the trips that we want and the experiences that we want without having the the burden of always having to go back and empty the bank account every time we want something and then go back and try to build it back up and i think that <laughs> i think that's a long introduction to introduce this incredible young wholesaler maran maran l rafai Welcome back to the podcast. It was kind of a long rambling intro, but I'm just so impressed with you. I'm just so impressed that you've been able to focus in on your wholesaling business, keep all the distractions to the side and do amazing things. And just to open up this podcast, before we get into all the thanks for being, I'm excited to be on here. I'm excited for all these things. Let everybody know in the next 30 days, how much income are you bringing in in the next 30 days? Uh, within the next 30 days, uh, we are have about 96000 dollars uh, $93,000, $93, $93, guys, in Toledo, Ohio. That's basically a billion dollars. 
That's ba- <laughs> that's basically three hundred million dollars. No, but that is absolutely sensational because the price points aren't huge, which means that the deal sizes are a little bit smaller. So you have to do more deals, which is no problem. But you've been able to one increase your deal size and two increase the amount of deals that you're doing. So, Maron, what are you doing right? What are you doing right now? I'm listening to you. <laughs> listening to you. No. Um. I mean, we're keeping it really simple. I mean, I don't think our business is that different than any other wholesale business out there. I mean, our bread and butter marketing channels are just cold calling and texting. We get referrals here and there from you know other wholesalers or real estate agents. But really, for the most part, it's just been um, just cold calling and texting and just uh, mastering those channels and scaling them up. Awesome. So what does your team look like? So right now, I have two VAs. Uh, one does calling full-time. Uh, one does texting full time. I actually changed that structure recently. They were each doing both cold calling and texting in different hours, but I actually changed that. Uh, one is now 40 hours a week doing cold calling. And then the other one is full time as well doing uh, SMS. Awesome. And I have a uh, junior acquisition manager also on my team as well. Shout out Mario. I told him I'd shout him out on the podcast. And, uh, and he's doing the junior acquisition follow-ups and getting the appointments ready. And then I'm basically senior ac and uh, dispo manager, basically getting these deals under contract and selling them. Incredible. Shout out again, Mario. Incredible work. That's awesome. And with your calling and your texting, which lists are working the best for you right now? Oh, good question. Okay. So right now we're actually trying something new over the last couple of months where we used to be very niche with our lists where you would go like, after like the, the evictions or like the probates, like the very, you know, those distress lists. Um, and those are good. Those are good. But right now, to be honest, we're going after the whole County. So right now, like on our batch filters, it's literally all, uh, Lucas County, which is our County, at least four years of ownership and off market. So that's really what we're targeting over the last couple of months. As far as the deals that we've currently closed, we have a couple that we've gotten from that list and that's starting to pay off. And then, but honestly, other than that list, just a bread and butter absentee owner, that's a really, really good list for us. And then driving for dollars is another good one for us as well. Amazing. And guys, if this is your first time tuning in, you just got bit by the real estate bug. An absentee owner list is essentially a list of the rental properties or the non-owner occupied properties, the properties that the owner of the property doesn't live in. These are phenomenal lists because oftentimes there's not a lot of emotions tied to it. And if they've been rented or it's been a second home, for a long time, they haven't been fully renovated and there's a lot of wear and tear. So that's where we find the really, really deep discounts on the properties that, uh, or from the, um, the conversations with the property owners that we're having, we're getting really deep discounts with those properties. So it's phenomenal. And then also you're driving for dollars. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we built that up over the last couple of years and, you know, we just re-skip trace it every couple of months whenever we need to. So what is the mix between your cold calling leads and your texting leads, like income wise? Good question. I actually found that out today. So I was doing some numbers today. So texting is newer for us. We've only been texting for, I want to say about uh, a little over six months. Right now we have about our cold calling has for sure been more of the breadwinner for us than, than texting so far. We do have a lot of pending, a lot of the pending deals that we've talked about, you know, in the introduction, a lot of those are coming from tech. So that should change a little bit and it should be more balanced. But right now cold calling is, is definitely, we're definitely getting more of a return from cold calling just because we've been doing it longer. And once those leads come in, do you have a, uh, a CRM that you like using? How do you keep all these leads organized? Because you got 40 hours of a caller sending in leads, probably a couple a day at least. 
And then you've got your, all the leads coming in, pouring in from text message marketing. So how do you stay organized? Um, so when I first got started, I was actually just using Google Sheets. So, you know, just Google Sheets, you know, each folder would be every month of the year. And I would just have them, each lead was in a Google Sheet and, uh, you know, follow up with them like that. Now we have a bit of a more, a better CRM. We use a, a, what's called Airtable. And we, we like that one. It's, it works pretty well for us. It's CRM and uh, yeah, it's good. And listen, if you're just starting out and it's just you, right? You're putting in, you're wearing all the hats and you're getting these leads coming in. Do not get stuck buying some fancy CRM when you're getting started. Really a CRM shouldn't even be part of your business until you start hiring people. And you really shouldn't start hiring people until after you've made 30,000 three straight months. A lot of people make the mistake of hiring too fast and then they give away all their profits and then all of a sudden they're they're back at having to start over again, letting go of everybody and having to get back into those roles that they just left and now they're they're a little bit rusty at them. So don't do that. Like let's build up your experience, let's build up a big healthy heavy bank account and then when you start hiring people, start looking at CRMs and there's a ton of different ones Everybody kind of uses something different. We use a, a Podio that was built out by the incredible Rafael Cortez, but any of them work. Whatever is, we'll make sure that there's a list of tasks that need to be done and you can take a look at it and see if any past due tasks are in there. You're good. It just keeps you organized and keeps you accountable. So don't worry about a CRM right off the bat. Just stay focused on having conversations and making offers. That's truly what it comes down to. Do you agree? 100%. What were some of the, when you were getting started in this, what were some of the biggest challenges or hurdles that you faced that now you look back at it and you're like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, that was, that was silly. I wasted so much time or effort or money on those mistakes. Well, I think that when I first got started, I was a bit scared with my money. I didn't know how to really use my money to, to make what I do more efficient. So I think, well, number one, I was spending a lot of time pulling lists that were just weren't performing. So I would literally, when I first got started, I found out ways how to like go to like the county and find all these probate records and all these eviction records and like code violation records. And I would literally like, I'd take the whole day just going and like taking them from the county website, putting them into an Excel sheet, and then just aggregating a whole bunch and trying to get them into a skip tracing service to go and call. When in the meantime, I should have just been calling leads and just pulling a very simple list, like an absentee list or going out driving for dollars and just making the business a whole lot more simpler. I think that, you know, when we first get started, we get, we get caught up in like the like shiny objects, like, oh, this list is, it sounds cool. Let's go get this list. Or this marketing seems like it's going to give me a good return or it sounds sexy. You know, let's go get that. You know, let's go do PPC. When in the meantime, I mean, if you just get one of those. It can be cold calling, it can be texting, it can be door knocking, it can be what have you. And you just get really, really good at it. You're going to make a lot of money. Yep. So I think just focus on consistency, just picking one, one thing and just being really consistent with it. Yeah, for sure. You got to go deep before you go wide, you know, pick, yeah, sure. pick whatever marketing channel. Listen, every marketing channel works. It just depends on your budget. It depends on your time and it depends on your effort. That's really all it comes down to. Uh, I always push to be very proactive in the beginning because one, 
You can control your schedule, which is really important, especially if you're starting out in this business part-time, whether you're in school or you've got a full-time job or you've got young children that are all over the place, right? You, you need to really time block and really make sacred time for this business. And the best way to do that and be really proactive is to reach out to the property owners. I mean, you initiate the conversations. Now, you can certainly start with marketing if you have the budget to do that so that people call you, they initiate the conversations, and those are phenomenal leads, but just watch out because your budget can be swallowed up very quickly and you need to be available. If you don't answer, in in this market right now, if you don't answer a lead when they call in live, they're gone. I mean, the likelihood that they've called somebody else and are working with somebody else, and now you're competing with somebody else is like 90%. That's what we found in Phoenix is 90% of the time if we don't answer it live. So we made a huge effort that anytime a call comes in, it rings to everybody in our team and somebody's going to answer that lead live. So just know that going in when you're starting your lead generation efforts to pick what you want to do. Do you want to reach out to real estate agents during your time? Do you want to reach out to property owners that have you know properties that need some significant investment? Do you want to send out mailers and have people call you? Do you want to start doing some some internet leads and some pay-per-click or buying some of those internet leads? Pick one, go deep, make sure that you have a budget for a minimum of 90 days of consistency. Minimum. I would prefer six months, but a minimum of 90 days. What do you think? 100%. Yeah. 100%. One thing I would also tell my, my younger self earlier in this business was that if you do want to start spending money, make sure you spend money on how to make what you're already doing more productive. Like for example, when I first got started, I don't know if I've ever told you like how I first got started in this business and what my journey was, but like I was cold calling like on the other side of the world at like midnight. All right. So when I first got started, I was uh, actually wanted to be a realtor, believe it or not. I wanted to be a realtor. And this was like right after I graduated high school. I had no idea what I wanted to do. I watched this video by Graham Stephan, actually about like rental properties and like the beauty of like owning real estate and things of that nature. And he was a realtor. So I felt like, Hey, shoot, if he's a realtor and he's, he became like a millionaire, like 26, that sounds cool to me. Let's go be a realtor. And I'll be honest. I didn't even know what a realtor was. I just thought that that was the only way you can get into real estate. So I just said, Hey, let's just be a realtor and figure out what that actually means once I'm actually one, one of them. <laughs> so right after high school, I actually uh, met uh, somebody through my local mosque. I'm a Muslim. So I met somebody through my mosque who was a deal of mortgages. And I thought he was a realtor because I thought everybody in real estate was a realtor. So I asked him, hey, is there a way I can shadow you just for free? Like just to see if there's any way where I can provide you some value to, uh, you know, just in any way possible, you know, just giving myself up for, for any sort of service. He said no, but he referred me to somebody that was um, part owner of a local brokerage here in the, in the area. And I got his number. I gave him a shot of a quick text. We had a meeting, I think a couple of days later. Uh, when I went to the meeting, I, I went into in the same suit that I went to prom with into that meeting. And yeah, he basically just uh, got me an internship there. And I kind of learned a little bit of the ropes of the business there. And after that, actually, change in my life happened where I, for just for family reasons, I had to go all the way across the world into the Middle East, which is where my family's from. To, to take care of some family. Uh, my dad was there at the time. So I was you know, going there to, to, to be with him after school, after being done with school. And then one day I was still interning with him, still doing work online for him. Uh, I came across this video about wholesaling. It was actually on a 
I don't know if he if he's even a coach, but he was like on the Breakfast Club. His name is Mark Witten. I don't know if you heard of him, but um, he was doing a, a podcast. He was talking about wholesaling on the Breakfast Club about real estate, and um, I was like, "Whoa, this sounds crazy! Like, is this like even real?" And uh, the next day, I just became. I just wondered. I went to like YouTube University and just got super obsessed on like just how this stuff works. Mind you, I didn't take action because I was not even 18 at the time. I didn't even have a bank account. I didn't know like how to even get started in this business. I just decided just to like learn as much as I can. And my plan was, hey, by the time I'm 18, I will, you know, make a bank account for myself and I can go and start wholesaling real estate. And I thought it was gonna be like the easiest business in the world. That's at the time. And even today, I feel like it's it's kind of pitched that way as like, oh, you can make $10,000 in 30 days without even lifting a finger. Guys, that's not true. But I learned that the hard way. So I learned, I, you know, I just, just went to YouTube University, found your podcast, found some other podcasts and just listened to them and, and just soaked up as much as I could. And uh, when I, uh, I actually started while I was still overseas in the Middle East, I got a Skype phone number and I used basically all the money that I had making from the internship to buy, I think like 200 out-of-state absentee records from ListSource. People still use ListSource back in the day and just started calling them just started calling them. One mistake that I did make was actually I comped all of the addresses before making a single call. So this was like 200, it was like 200 people on that list. Not a huge list, but still when you're comping 200 properties and you don't even know how to comp, I don't even know how to comp. I was just going off of very, uh, very, you know, blanket numbers. I did all that. It took me like the whole day before I even made a call thinking that I can like go get a whole bunch of deals from that one list. And then on December 8th, 2019, still remember the day I made my first cold call. And, and, uh, it was, it was a little bit terrible. It was a little bit like kind of scary, a nerve wracking. I would, I think is a better word for it, but you know, I just kept doing it, kept doing it. So I, I made my first call early December and my goal actually at the time was I wanted to close my first deal before the end of the year of that year. So that was 2019. I wanted to close my first deal and basically, I had like a, a three-week window to close my first deal, thinking that I was a, a good expectation. I got a contract like a week later. I got a contract a week later, but it didn't sell. I locked it up way too high. And, you know, it was a rookie mistake on my end. And, um, you know, it was something I had to learn from. And then I think like two weeks later, I get another contract from, uh, you know, from making calls. That one, I did sell. But the buyer backed out of me the day of closing. And that was supposed to be like my first deal. I was so excited, like, holy crap. Like I just, I made calls for a month and I'm about to make, you know, I was gonna make like four or five grand on the deal. Most money I've ever made in my entire life. Uh, I thought it was gonna be like a great day once I, you know, once that deal closes, then a buyer calls me like end of the day, at the end of like our closing, end of closing, you know, end of our contract, and tells me, hey man, look, you know, blah, 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 gave me a whole bunch of excuses. He never deposited EMD. I never, I didn't know about the EMD or making sure that they're supposed to get their EMD in. And long story short, he just backed out of me. Uh, my seller was pissed. I was pissed. And yeah, it was kind of a rough situation. Luckily enough, I'm still have a relationship with that seller. He's actually on my cash buyers list. So me and him still have a relationship. So that's pretty good. And then, yeah, I mean, moving forward, I mean, it, long story short, it took me about five months, five and a half months to close my first deal. And that didn't even come from cold calling. That came from a JV that I found on Facebook. Some person was posting a deal on the uh, on our local Facebook group. Shout out to Tootie Sawyer. And uh, it was made like... 1500 bucks on that deal after five months. And I was like, what? I got my first deal. I remember I, go, I went, I got, finally got the envelope with the check and I went to my brother. I was like, Hey, open this up for me. 
and I made him open up the check for me just to, you know, just to show him like, hey, man, this is this is cool. And I was telling him about my journey as I was doing it, as I was, you know, trying to come up and get my first deal. He saw the envelope. He's like, wow, man, congratulations. And I was freaking ecstatic. I even have the the, the contract still in my uh, my bedroom in my in my parents' house because I was just making calls for my mom in my parents' house bedroom and uh, closed another deal a month later. And then things just kind of went from there. That's really how I how I got started. Massive imperfect action. Yeah, brother, much. you're incredible. I mean, do you mind if we get deep for a little bit, like really kind of get into the why you're you're even doing this? Because I know you really well, and I'd I'd love to share it if you're open to the reason why you really want to be successful in this. Do you mind sharing, everybody? Um, yeah, sure. So um, when I first joined TTP, actually, I took that the seven why challenge. Yep. You know, you know what I'm talking about the seven whys, and that was really helpful uh, to kind of figure out really why I wanted to do this. Yeah, you know, I always knew why the surface level, but as far as really going deep and understanding myself as far as to why I want this. Um, long story short, I just want to be able to provide the most that I can right now for my family. You know, I'm not to say that I came from poor beginnings or anything like that. You know, I had a, I had a great childhood. My parents raised me well. I have great siblings. You know, I love my family. Um, and I want to make sure that, number one, I'm able to show them that, you know, I can do this as a, uh, you know, as a real estate entrepreneur. I remember telling my mom while I was trying to be a realtor, by the way, I didn't even know what a realtor was again. Mom, listen, I'm going to make this in real estate. I don't want to go to college. I'm going to make it here in real estate. And she looked at me like, you are freaking crazy. Now she's very supportive and she's very proud of what I'm doing. And, you know, just taking care of my family, taking care of my, make sure my, my mom and dad are okay. Making sure uh, my younger brother, who is mentally challenged, uh, is okay. Make sure that he has all the help that he can get. And just being able to take care of the people around me, make sure everybody else is good, make sure that I'm good, make sure that I have a path and a trajectory for financial freedom, which is really what I want personally. The money's great. Seeing money in your bank account is cool. But at the end of the day, what I, how I measure my success is how free am I? You know what I mean? It's like, you know, can I go out and do whatever I want right now? I mean, I'm a very disciplined person. You know, I'm not just going to go and just like take off of making calls and just go and do a whole bunch of stuff. But you know what I mean? You know, how in control am I of my life? is really how I measure that. And, and how can I make all the people's lives around me better as well? Yeah, that's something that we share. You know, your brother um, being special needs, my son being special needs, it is a lot. There's a lot of care and a lot of cost uh, involved in a standard of life that I want for the ones that I love. You know what I mean? And uh, it's a powerful passion and a powerful uh, motivator for sure. And, you know, for anybody that hasn't done the seven levels, why test, you can get that at wholesalinginc.com and go through it, go through it and really ask yourself why any goal that you want. It's basically asking why to whatever your response is seven times. And it really gets down to the core of it. And it's difficult. And if you're really honest and, and really looking at it, of course, the family goes in there. And of course, uh, freedom goes in there. And of course, all of these other things go in there. But it's interesting if you're being real honest, you know, what, what that seventh answer is, you know what I mean? And I think that it's a really important exercise to go through because there's going to be tough times. There's going to be deals that fall out. There's going to be five and a half months of no income and just all effort. There's going to be the highest to high and the lowest to lows in this, in this business from, from a success and failure standpoint. And if you can really tie into that deep, deep seated, not just surface level why, but really that deep seated one, 
it helps pull you out and put you in perspective and gives you inner peace because you know what you're working for. And if you're patient and you're curious and you're proactive and you're optimistic and you're enthusiastic and you have energy and you put your attention towards this business, you will win a hundred percent. It is impossible to lose. It is undefeated. It is absolutely undefeated. If you put all that into this business, you will be successful. You'll make as much money as you want. You'll, you'll, you'll have as much financial success as you want. You're going to build a team around you that is loves you, loves being around you, loves their job, loves the environment, loves what's going on. And that's really where you're at now. Where you're at now is we spent 48 hours together at the Rhino Roundtable, the most intense training that you can have for real estate, building a real estate wholesaling business. And um, you saw it, right? You saw my team. You saw what was going on there. I mean, we literally, it's 150 pages. I have the thing here, 150 pages that we go through of exactly, there it is. You got it too, right next to you. It's exactly how to build a multiple seven-figure business that you keep 50% and you work and you, you saw how much of the business I do on a daily basis versus the people that I've been able to bring into my life. And they work with me. They never, people don't work for you. All right. You're not the boss. That's ridiculous. We're past that. We're not in the industrial age. We're in the social age. So it matters that there's an environment where people feel comfortable, where people feel like they can share their emotions, where people feel like they can take some time off if there's something going on. So, and, and to be able to build a business like that, that's successful, that you take home, that you don't have to work in every single day, that's the goal. I mean, that's the goal. And what'd you think? What'd you think of the, without making this like a pitch fest at the end here, but what did you think of Roundtable? What were your honest opinions? It was great. It was great. I, I felt like when I walked in there, I feel like everybody's sole intention was just to gather as much information and just take as much away from your business as possible, which was great. I felt like I was like in a very advanced, like AP class in like high school and just going through like all the, essentially Roundtable for me was like taking all the stuff from YouTube and just go and everything, you know, dealing with like lead generation, conversion and dispo and just going to like a very micro granular level. And like seeing like every step, exactly how it's done. You get to ask questions about all the nitty gritty stuff that all the nuances that, you know, otherwise you wouldn't be able to, to know about or ask about, not just from you, but also the people that were there as well. They were also, you know, very successful business owners themselves. So getting to be with them as well was, was good. I, it was a great event. what do you think of my team? Oh, they're the best. Yeah. Shout out to your team, man. They're awesome. You know, not just as, you know, people in real estate, but also just as, as people themselves. They're, they're, they're great people. Yeah, Jeremy just popped his head in and and just told me that we made 63,000 on a deal he just sold today. And they're never in the office. They're in the office now, but he just uh they've been in the office this week. We've been doing some extra training cuz we're adding a different uh strategy to our business which is going to be phenomenal and I can't wait to share the results with everybody on here. But 63,000, boom. Absolutely incredible. I mean, this business is incredible. Yeah. You know? Anyway, yeah, Rhino Roundtable, guys, if you're interested in that, if you're building out your business, if you're ready to uh, hire people in your business, you have to check out Rhino Roundtable, rhinoroundtable.com. It is, without a doubt, the greatest training I've ever put together, ever, 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 ever put together, and my team's put together, and it's exactly how to run a successful business that is long lasting. I've been doing this 10 years. I've been in real estate 19 years and it all comes down to this 48 hour intensive. If you're interested in that, if you're hiring people, you need 
to be in the Rhino Roundtable. RhinoRoundtable.com. Check it out. If it feels good in your gut, as always, sign up for a call and have a conversation with us and see if you're ready to go. We've got an event every 90 days. Uh, This is not something we do every weekend. This is for very serious people, very serious entrepreneurs. This is not for people that are just kind of sticking their toe in this business. This is for people that are absolutely serious because it'll blow your face off. I am so pumped and I have no problem hyping this thing up because it is so powerful and so intense. And I know you follow this path right here, Moran, and you're at seven figures this time next year. You know what I mean? Like, that's what it is. So let's talk about what is what is closing next week? Because I got to ring this victory bell for you. It's itching. It's like calling me right now. It's like, hey, ring this bell. So how many deals are you closing next week? Next week. So we got one closing uh, for sure on Monday that's scheduled. We're supposed to have a uh, 45K deal closing closing as well. That's going to be our biggest assignment fee yet. So yeah, that's, that's going to be it. Yes. Amazing. Give some advice to everybody starting out in this business before we end this podcast episode. It works and keep going. Just don't give up. There's going to be tough times. You know, that happens with every entrepreneur, happens with anybody that has ambition to, to make the, to give themselves a better life. But just keep going. I promise you, you're not going to regret it. I love it. Moran, you're the best. I love you. I truly mean that. You're absolutely incredible. You're such an inspiration to so many people in the Rhino tribe. You pour into the tribe and you're doing amazing things. And I will tell you this, guys, and I'm going to say this from a, I don't know, an interesting place, but Moran is one of the only people that does exactly what I've told him to do. Uh, seriously. And it's worked and it, and it keeps working and he doesn't overthink it and he puts it into practice and it's incredible to watch. It's incredible to watch somebody that you really want them to succeed. You really pour into them. You really bring a lot of love. And just seeing you now from where you were two, three years ago when you were getting started with us is bananas, bro. I mean, the confidence, the light in your eyes, the deal sizes that you're doing, the incredible amount that you're pouring in to everybody else. You're incredible. Thanks for being on Awesome. All right. Thank you for being on. Thank you for having me. Awesome. Guys, wholesalinginc.com has unbelievable resources for you. Make sure that you go and check that out in the academy there. There's a ton of resources for you, whether that be scripts, whether that be overcoming objections, whether that be uh, mindset materials, whether that be free trainings, whatever it is that you can imagine, it's going to be at wholesalinginc.com. And uh, that's it. That's it for our show. I am Brent Daniels, Mr. TTP, Mr. Talk to People. And I will leave you, as I always do, encouraging you to go out there and talk to people. Till next time. Love you guys. That's all for this episode. Your next step to success is to continue the conversation over at wholesalinginc.com by joining the mailing list as well as get your chance to book a strategy session to learn the systems and become part of the tribe and work personally with one of our amazing coaches. We'll see you next episode with more ways to make you a fortune in wholesaling.